Good morning, good evening, good night, whatever it is. Welcome to another episode of the Random Podcast with your host, Multi Scarlet, the Crimson Hermit. Eh, I guess. Yeah, still Hermit. Um, anyways, it's... Uh, a lot of times I do this type of shit, and I, I think I, I keep repeating this, but, you know, I don't like leaving my house that often. Uh, it's not because, like, I'm scared of current events or anything. It's more like, I don't really have a reason to. Like, I'll go hang out with my friends, or my friends will come to me. Um, and it's just one of those things where it's just like, it's the simple things in life. Uh, like right now, I'm attempting to go to school and to make something of myself. Uh... For a long time, like, you know, I disliked myself that much, and I wanted to give myself all to a relationship that was toxic, but as time moved on, uh, I try to, you know, come to terms with myself, like, I, I like, there's certain aspects of me, like, I know I'm a jackass, I know I'm stubborn as high hell, I'll, you know, argue. I can be wrong. I can know I can be wrong, but I'm the type of person to argue. Uh, just to argue. And, like, I, I like enjoying my life. But, one of the things is, like, so, I used to, like, I always liked having friends over. I liked to, like, you know, cook for them. And, sing, and like, laughing and joking and having fun. And that type of stuff is, you know, the bread and butter of a lot of things. That's, like, you know... That's the type of shit I personally like. Um, it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, um, I host little dinner parties or like lunch parties. I really want to throw a breakfast kickback, but hey, you know, a lot of people don't remember that Krayshawn shit, but it's, it's just one of those things. Um, but yeah, I personally went and saw the fact that, uh, I, I invited some of my friends, some co-workers, I think we found out, and it's, it's like, you know, when you work at a place, and, you know, you all have this, this common factor, like, you all work together, and that's about it, like, unless you actually make the effort, you know, talk, and, you know, learn about the other person, and see if, like, you have actual commonalities with the person, or, you know, there's always a lot, a lot of different things, and it's just, like, okay, with that being said, it's, it's, it's different, because, like, you don't know as a person, like, uh, how do I say it, uh, you know, who that person is, they can be, like, they could be very conservative, they can be really quiet, they can be this, they can be that, and it's just like, okay, uh, you won't know that until you actually get to know them, and you may not, you may find out, like, you know, you may have fun working with them, you may enjoy working with them, but outside of work, it's a completely different story, like, you could be like, oh, I can't stand this person, like, they're annoying as fuck, like, they're needy, blah, 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 and it's like, okay, so it's, it's whatever, you know, um, and there, there's nothing wrong with that, uh, because that's that's how life is. Like you work with people, you you come to agreement, you guys you create something that works, and from there you build you know working relationship to, 
to, you know, streamline things and make decisions and, you know, do business stuff. But at the same time, when it comes to actual, you know, like outside life, you know, your work self is different from your personal self. And they always say separate work and pleasure. Well, in this case, it wouldn't really be pleasure. It'd be more like, you know, uh, how do I say it? Uh, your own personal life, like how I am at work. I'm serious. I like, I like to have like a firm grasp of control of going on everything. Uh, I try not to micromanage, but sometimes it's like, you know, I worry because it's like, I don't want to see this person like, you know, fail. I don't want to see this person like, you know, do whatever. Like it, it it's kind of like, you know, it's not a lack of faith, but in certain perspectives it can be seen as a lack of faith but it's more like i personally want to see my employees grow i personally want to see people succeed but at the same time i know me as a person i rather do it myself and when you're in a management position when you're supposed to you know supervise people part of the part of the one of the crucial tasks is being able to delegate effectively being able to you know look at the person and be like okay i know this person's full capacity i know what they can do what they can't do and what you know how everything works out and with that being said it's just you know uh how do i say it uh me personally since i like having like a sort of control over things i personally help out i intervene i'll sit there and do half the work and, you know, give them like a sense of, oh, you know, it's not that bad, you know, but then, you know, as time goes on, I slowly, you know, let them do more and more until at one point they're doing the the full scope of what their position is supposed to be doing and they don't realize it because it's a slow conditioning process because I'm, I train them, I build a foundation, I get them into the habit of, you know, work ethic, then I introduce a new task on top of that and from there, you know, you build up as a person, and that's why, you know, training is one of the most important aspects of a job. If you don't train people, then it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you can't actually succeed. And, you know, segmenting that into, like, how things are, you know, it's it's a little bit interesting because I see the fact that, you know, at my job, you know, they, may, they promote certain people or they'll hire people on and they won't actually give them the full onboarding process. They don't have them sit down, watch videos, you know, learn about the different process, give them a walkthrough of the store to, you know, make them understand like, okay, so this is their walk-in refrigerator, this is their walk-in freezer, you know, it's not really responsibility, but if you, for some reason you see, you know, it seems a little bit warm in here and you know that these are frozen products, you're like, okay, hold up, this is like 30 degrees this is wrong. I need to let someone know. And that type of mentality, like, okay, it'll, you know, drill inside their head from day one. Like, okay, they, something's wrong. I need to report it. I need to speak up about it. And, you know, by establishing the foundation of like the basics of the job, then you're able to mold them and have them grow as a person. Because quite frankly, not everyone has the capacity to be a leader. It could just be like a mental disposition or their own personal beliefs, or they're not really invested into actually, you know, promoting within the company. Now, don't get me wrong, everyone has ambitions of their own, but sometimes they're working at that job just, you know, to pay bills and whatnot. The the added responsibilities isn't that bad, but at the same time, you can't really, you know, blame them for, you know, wanting to branch off and focus on their own career goals uh 
but with that being said, we have, you know, kind of forsaken the, you know, the, the, the realm of trading because, you know, let's, you know, speaking from personal precedence, um, let's, let's take the store I work at. Um, when I first started, I want to say my first day, uh, there was, I guess, a mix-up. I never got my uniform, so I had to sit there for like an hour and a half and just to get my uniform. Uh, and from there, I got showed, well, shown, I'm sorry, uh, I'm still a little drunk. I got shown a bit of, a, uh, you know, this is the, because, you know, my second job, my graveyard job is like uh, a fast food place. I got shown the fryer area and they're like okay you know we're gonna start you off at the fryer uh you know this is the fryer these are the buttons controls you know this button's for this this one's for this this one's for this this button's for this this and so forth they're like okay this is the wall this is one of the freezers this is the refrigerator this is another freezer these have different products and then let's say you're running out of the products this walk-in freezer over here has mainly items related to the fryers for the fries itself you know, this will be in this walk-in, and you're like, oh, I was like, oh, okay, you know, and they're like, okay, so let's say you run out of things, and this, keep in mind, this is one of the supervisors that quit shortly after, I want to say, like, he worked two days, and then he quit, well, on my second day, he quit, and I never saw him again, but that's besides the point, basically, he showed, he showed me a layout of the story, he's like, okay, this is where this is, this is where this is, you know, that's the grill area, you know, you don't have to worry about that right now, eventually you're gonna, you know, move towards it, but right now we're gonna have you focus on fryers, this is the screen, this is, you know, this is our timer, this is what this percentage means, you know, our goal is to, you know, under three minutes or less for this type of food, and it's one of those things where it's, you know, I was like, oh, okay, you know, this was my first fat food job. I always had like corporate jobs, executive jobs, you know. Uh, I mean, I had retail. I did. So let me get this. Let me, you know, clear the air. I always say that, you know, I never had a normal job because even though I worked at Walmart, I did work at a school cafeteria, but I did that just to get the experience. I didn't really, you know, work it just to work it. And it's, it's a little bit hard to like distinguish and like clarify, but like, Ultimately, I never, you know, stuck with a job where it's like, okay, this isn't a learning experience. This is just me paying bills. This is my first job I'm, I'm doing that I'm doing to pay bills. Like the money was nice. Like don't get me wrong. At Walmart, I was just, I was really just, you know, paying rent and just saying like, okay, you know, I'm used to like, you know, upper level customer service complaints or, like, you know, different aspect of customer service actually, you know, talking to our different accounts and, and conferring with them, and if they have any requests, discrepancies, you know, uh, problems, they all, you know, I'd be the person to, you know, speak to them and, like, you know, sort out whatever issue that may have come up. Now, with working at Walmart, it was more like, okay, this is retail. Let me say how it is. Like, I never, you know, people always said, oh, yeah, retail jobs suck. You know, yeah, no, it, it, it does. Holy shit, it does. And don't get me wrong. Like, I, Walmart is an interesting place. I can't really say that, you know, would I, if I had a chance, would I go back to work at Walmart? Honestly, if I had a chance to go to the HR department, 
because I always found that interesting. I just wondered what metrics they use for their HR department, and that's kind of the only reason why I want. Like, it's kind of like I would want to get that job out of the state my curiosity, and that's about it. Um, when I, you know, working at the place I work at now, I kind of look, and I'm just like, huh, you know, that first day, I got trained like that, and furthermore, you know, as new more people came on, I had to, you know, walk them through, because, uh, well, okay, let me, let me, let me change up that approach. As more people got let on, I, and as well as select supervisors, had to train them. Um, now, with that being said, you know, eventually it got to the point where, you know, that that incident that got me uh, moved from morning shift to nights because they didn't want to deal with me. Because, like I said, I'm stubborn. Uh, if, in the middle, like, let's say in the middle of the rush, right? And, because, you know, for every reason, let's say there was a lot of orders and the fryer's at full capacity, every fryer basket, every taco basket's down and I'm waiting on food, and I can only make so much, and I'm by myself, and keep in mind, I'm new, so I'm not as fast, or experienced, um, now, with that being said, they were dissatisfied with my response, because there's a lot of times, you know, they want to convey that sense of urgency, they're like, hey, you know, do you have this? Hey, what's the status on this? Hey, do you have the set? do you have this? Hey, what's the status on this? Hey, they've been waiting for this time. And my response would be, it's currently down. It has this much time. Uh, I'm working on this at the moment. This is down. I already dropped that. Uh, this is down. Uh, I understand. Uh, I am working on it. It's just I'm waiting for food to cook. Because uh, I around the time, I didn't understand the concept of continuous cooking and their build charts. Because a lot of times when they do build charts, uh, how do I say this? Uh, it's, they have one of those things where it's, you know, we have it, they have, like, holding areas, stage areas, and the food's only held there for a short amount of time before the timer goes off and you have to throw it away. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, you mean I'm getting old food? Well, here's the thing. The food would be cooked and it would be kept for, like, maybe, like, five minutes or ten minutes, depending, and then it gets thrown away. It's still warm. It's still slightly fresh. It'd be... Think about it like this. Let's say it'd be around the time, like, let's say you get, like, that... You get, like, uh, chicken nuggets. Or, you know? You get, like, chicken nuggets. You go... If they're in the holder, you know, we do a quality check. First, we check if the timer's active. Then we check the quality of the food. If it's soft to touch, if it's chewy, if it's... If it looks discolored, you know, if it smells off, we throw it out and throw new ones. Me, personally, I like just making the food fresh. There's no point to actually, uh, except a few certain items, there's no point to actually have non-fresh food because if you, if you drop it the minute you hear it, by the time it hits the time where they pull up to the window, the food will just finish and you just have to quickly uh, package it and move it to the next thing. Uh, but, like I said, you know, as time moved on, you know, I learned my job more and more, and I got trained, thank goodness I got trained by uh, two really good people. Uh, I worked with 
during the graveyard shift. And from there, you know, I I, I uh, grew more as an employee. And, you know, then I discovered a lot of people are like, oh, why did you uh, become a supervisor? Well, it's more like I wanted to see, like, because I know fast food restaurants, they're owned by, like, franchises. And, like, that type of management and that type of accounting and that type of, like, administrative tasks have always interest me because I always wonder, because I know a lot of times fast food places are high turnover. And my personal philosophy is employee will only, if an employee quits, it's the fault of the manager. It's the fault of the supervisors because that means the, unless it's like extraordinary circumstance, like a family member died or they have to go back home to, you know, take care of a family member or, you know, they're on a scholarship to college and they have to focus on their, academics otherwise they'll be uh dismissed or expelled now that's fully understandable but if they're quitting because they were unhappy that just means that you know as a supervisor it's my goal to make sure one all the employees are good and when i say good i mean like you know the shift's not stressful make sure they're not overwhelmed make sure like there's nothing you know wrong with the shift and two make sure the job gets done the correct and right way and Three, make sure everything's done right the first time. Uh, now, a lot of people just focus on the two and three. They don't actually look at the employees' well-being. And because of that, it creates a stressful situation. If you're seen as, like, you know, heartless or, you know, in this case, you're seen as someone that doesn't care, then it's, like, one of those things where you can't exactly blame the employee for leaving because if you see a lot of turnover that's a lot of waste of money if you let's say you had five six employees that have been there for at least six to seven months that's at least like nine five to ten grand depending on the pay rate amount of hours they get whatnot that's five ten grand that the company lost out on because of the fact that you know them leaving was completely presentable. It just result. It was just a matter of, you know, well, yes, it's true that, you know, at a job, you're there to work and you're being paid for the services you perform. And you still have to follow rules and you have to make sure they know your availability. And it's a two-way street. If you give them their availability, but they're like, oh, we can't work with that. We need this as our business demands it. Then it's not really, it's not an issue. You know, it's there's no problem with that. But if there's a, problem of, you know, the manager just being uh, inconsiderate, just to be inconsiderate because they don't like you, then that's an issue. And with that being said, you know, that creates a lot of stress. Like, me personally, I've worked there for about a year and a week now. Um, with that being said, for the most part, I've always had Friday, I always worked Friday night, Saturday night, and uh, Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon. As time moved on, I slowly switched. I switched back to uh, Sunday night, and I worked basically the weekends. I never had the weekends myself. I never had time to actually go out and you know sometimes go on a date. Cause, you know sometimes I get I get Tinder or Bumble dates. You know, and most of them like you know I'm sorry I do work, and a lot of people get offended. I'm like, well, you know, you seem like a nice lady, but at the same time. I have bills and priorities to pay. Like, you know, I understand, like, you know, we're here on this date, but, or you're interested in me, I'm interested in you, but at the same time, 
you know, if you had your own prior commitment or if you had your own set of responsibilities, I would expect the other person enough to be like, hey, you know what? It's fine. We can reschedule. It's great. It's cool. You know, you do you, boo-boo. And that's that's the type of thing I I uh, I think of. But going all the way back to the beginning, um, when you work with people, and let's say management's bad, that dislike of management, that complaining, that's going to create a temporary bond. Uh, and if you're not able to actually, you know, get to know the person, get to learn them, you know, develop a friendship, then once you leave that job, there's no real reason to interact with that person. If you guys don't have anything in common, then what's the point? The only point of, if the only common point of interest was working there, then if you don't work there, you know, it's kind of like, okay, you go there and you're just talking about the past for you, and for them, they're venting. You're not actually talking about anything. And that's something I don't really see people, you know, recognizing. And it's okay. There's no reason, there's no shame to not know what that means. There's no shame with what whatever means. But, I mean, not recognizing that uh, point. But, let's say, you know, there are people that are friends. And there are people that get along. And there's are people, you know, that don't really, that, you know, no longer work there. And they just, you know, go. There's nothing wrong with that person having, like, a small dinner problem party, but if other people invite themselves, and, you know, sometimes people take, you know, kindness as a sign of weakness, and there's nothing wrong with that. Actually, let me rephrase that. There is something wrong with that, but if someone's sitting there making, you know, a dinner plan, and they're like, oh, you know, they're like, oh, and people try to invite themselves, it's common courtesy to, you know, ask the host, and be like, hey, it's okay, I, I heard that you're doing this. You know, I don't know if it's, you know, a private event, but I was wondering if I could go. A simple, you know, inquiry, is no, there's nothing wrong with that, and it's actually greatly appreciated. But, you know, just expecting, you know, oh, uh, you know, if you want me to pay, okay, I have no problem with that. How much? It's not, a, for me personally, it's not a matter of, if I sit there and spend like $100 to buy all the food, ingredients for food and other people help me, you know, take me there and help me prepare it and whatnot. I'm not going to charge them. But if another person that doesn't know, uh, I don't really know like that, come and they, you know, they ask. I'm like, you know, it's it's kind of like, it's kind of like this. Just please, uh, can you just bring something? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, bring, bring, I don't know, uh, some chips and dip or, you know, some drinks for everyone, like, it, it's just little things, like, to me, it's the atmosphere, and it's the, the enjoyment, it's not a matter of money, if I wanted to charge people money, then I would just, you know, open a restaurant, but I suck, I can only cook certain dishes, and most of the time, it's me practicing, you know, I'll get an idea, and I'll sit there, and I'll spend some money, and buy some practice ingredients, and experiment till you know, it, it comes out to that perfect scent, you have the aroma, you have the taste, and that's the type of thing I go and practice for. Now, with that being said, not everyone knows this, and, you know, it, it happens, you know, it, it just, practice makes perfect, and, you know, but that's the thing, it's, uh, it's all a series of trials and errors, especially when cooking something that, you know, you never cooked before, you just have to practice, and with that being said, it's it's not an issue. 
some people like me are just, oh, I know my mother always taught me, uh, if you're going to have friends over, treat them how you want to be treated. Like, you know, make them feel welcome, make them feel comfortable. Don't be pushy, don't be aggressive, don't be passive aggressive. Just try to have fun. But if someone, you know, is rude and they really uh, try you, then you can just verbally destroy them. You know, there's no problem with that. But with that being said, let's uh, call it a day because I'm drunk and I'm tired. So, uh, as usual, this is Melty Scarlet, the Crimson Hermit. And as usual, stay classy, make some friends, go out, have fun, and uh, have a wonderful time.